0: Hello creative people! Welcome to New Creative View, the podcast about how to develop better thinking and creative skills. My name is Peja and I'm your host in the Deciphering Creativity serial aimed at debunking the myth about creativity and finding ways to better and more creative thinking. In the previous podcast episodes, I explained the process of creative thinking I tried my best to convince you that you are creative and I shared with you the top 4 creative thinking skills that you can practice to boost your creativity. In today's episode, I'm going to focus on the most popular creative thinking techniques and some ambiguities that exist in the field that cause confusion between different terms that can be found in the literature on this topic. I hope that you are happy about your creative journey so far and I wish you a warm welcome to the fourth episode of the Deciphering Creativity Serial called Creative Thinking Techniques. Creative thinking techniques are methods of thinking which employ um, specialized tools and procedures to make the thinking process more effective and creative. A person can be a talented car mechanic, but he can never become a great mechanic if he only uses a screwdriver and a wrench key. To be able to repair a car, he needs a toolbox with various tools and gadgets and the skill to use them. In our everyday thinking, we often operate like a car mechanic who is reduced to using only a few most common tools and is helpless when faced with more difficult repairs. Creative thinking techniques provide sets of tools and procedures or thinking templates, if you prefer it that way, um, which can help you expand your thinking. By using them, you will become able to analyze things and reach new insights, Learn new facts much faster than before, Um, organize your thoughts when writing emails, books, projects and presentations, Um, plan strategies for achieving your future goals, prepare for important meetings and negotiations and, and at last but not least important, you will become able to think of new ideas whenever you need them and not depend on occasional and random bursts of inspiration. The best of all is that creative thinking techniques can be learned and they have nothing to do with your intelligence, age, personal talents, education or profession. Anyone can learn them and become a better, more creative and efficient thinker. There are many creative thinking techniques, but I'm going to focus on the most popular ones. They are mind mapping, parallel thinking and lateral thinking, which is in the literature often referred to as a technique, but in fact it is just one of the many types of thinking. Now, I know that what I have just said might sound like a blasphemy, so I will jump the queue and start this episode with the explanation of lateral thinking. Lateral thinking is um, a type of thinking that uses less obvious information as prompts for reaching new ideas. Uh, th- these less obvious information are also called lateral stimuli because they exist outside the usual thinking parts that your brain uses when searching for new ideas. Now I bet you've already lost me so so I will try to explain the concept of lateral thinking in, in, in a more graphic way. Imagine you were a writer and you were commissioned to write a short story about a boy growing up in a small town. Maybe you are now in your 40s, like me, and you have forgotten how exactly growing up looks like. Uh, After so many years, you have also forgotten what goes on in a young boy's mind, especially if you do not have children of your own, again, like me. You are considering many options, like um, reading books about children's psychology, mm, conducting interviews with your friends who have small children, you are even contemplating spending an entire day in kindergarten. As you are walking down the street, wrecking your poor brain, you suddenly notice a sign that says Pet Shop. As a dog owner, you are very well familiar with your dog's psychology. Suddenly, an idea occurs. What if you wrote a story about a boy, but from the perspective of his pet dog? The boy and his dog were inseparable during the dog's life. The dog helped the boy make his first steps. On one occasion, they both fell in the water from a canoe and nearly drowned. The dog went along with the boy to the boy's first date and the girl kissed the dog instead of a boy. When, finally, the dog turned old and ill, the boy nursed it till the very end. Imagine how interesting, intimate, and affectionate this story would sound if told by the boy's dog. In this case, a shop sign that said PET SHOP was a source of your inspiration for the story. This type of inspiration is called lateral stimulus, the one that I was talking about. It is the information that served as a prompt for a new and unique idea about the content of your story. This type of thinking was first explained by Professor Edward de Bono in his book Lateral Thinking that came out in 1970. I talked in more detail about the concept of lateral thinking in the first episode of Deciphering Creativity Serial, so I suggest you listen to it because I spoke of inspiration there and how inspiration works. So, lateral thinking is a synonym with creative thinking and also with associative thinking. All these terms are used to refer to the same process, the process of creating new ideas. Additional confusion in the field of creative thinking is created by the lack of distinction between the terms creative thinking tools and creative thinking techniques. Some creative thinking tools like um, brainstorming, mood boards, problem reversal, absurd questions, luck, scamper, etc. are often mistakenly referred to as creative thinking techniques. Creative thinking technique is a much broader term. One thinking technique can be used in different situations to reach different goals. On the other hand, creative thinking tool is used in a specific situation with the aim of achieving a particular purpose. So, brainstorming, mood boards, problem reversal, etc. are actually a screwdriver, tape measure, wrench key, pliers, etc. that are part of the lateral thinking toolbox. Their common task is to provide different kinds of lateral stimuli for discovering new ideas. By using them, you will be able to think of new ideas whenever you need them. If you are interested in learning what is happening in your brain when new ideas are born and what biological processes are involved, I suggest once again that you listen to the first episode of this serial, Creativity Explained. I will put a link in the description of this episode. Wow, this was a very, very, very long introduction to the main topic of this episode. Creative Thinking Techniques. The two most popular creative thinking techniques are mind mapping and parallel thinking. But they are so much more than that. They are in the first place thinking techniques which means that they can help you expand your cognition so that you can better process and memorize information, uh, gain a deeper understanding of a problem, get a holistic view of a situation, uh, reach new decisions faster, create long-term strategies, etc. Creating new ideas is just one of their many applications, so using them will not only make you more creative, it will make you smarter. Think about that. Mind mapping is a thinking technique developed by Tony Buzan, an English author and educational consultant. Uh, Mind mapping consists of words and images that are organized in matrices that very much resemble the structure of neurons. Uh, In the center of the map, there is a starting idea or a subject of focus, and then the main topics, themes or components branch out. Every item in the map then branches further as you go on with your thinking and you add relevant information that sprout out from the newly formed branches. Information that are fed into a mind map are in the form of symbols, drawings, or even cut-out pictures. Logical connections between them are drawn in various colours in order to separate different types of information. Keywords are used to note the relevant information or creative associations. The result is a colorful, organic form that resembles the structure of a tree with numerous branches or or nerve cells with with dendrites. Mind mapping is a creative and brain-friendly way to organize numerous and monotonous information into a structure that is easy to understand and memorize. If you are using mind mapping as a creative thinking technique, you should write the problem in the center of the map, Um, relevant insights about the problem should branch out from the center, and each insight will then sprout out twigs or associations uh, that come to your mind when thinking about each insight. So try to collect as many insights as you can and think of as many associations, because Each association is a potential source of a new or or, or several new ideas. Mind mapping is an excellent tool for learning and memorizing facts because the making of the map provides a multi-sensory experience important for creating long-term memories. When creating a mind map, You need to use your spatial abilities to organize its structure. Um, You use letters and drawings when filling in the relevant information. Uh, Various colors are used to separate segments of the map or highlight the important items in the map. The very experience of creating the map will help your brain process information that constitutes the map. And later, you will easily be able to recall the structure of the map with all its parts. Mind mapping can be used for analyzing situation or problem because it can reveal the complex structure behind it. It can be used to plan a team structure or any other process that consists of numerous parts or factors. Mind mapping is an excellent technique for um, organizing your thoughts. It can help you plan chapters of your future book or, or the structure of your business report or a presentation. This technique is great for producing numerous ideas in a very short time. It can even be used in creative self-analysis because it can reveal your subconscious thoughts about personal situations and issues. There are two ways to do mind mapping, by hand and by using mind mapping software. I strongly suggest that you do it by hand because it is more mentally engaging and therefore it will produce more immediate results. The beauty of mind mapping lies very much in the process of making the maps. The process itself is creative and gives you the freedom to form your own style of mapping. Sometimes the maps can be so beautiful that they can be considered small pieces of art. Yeah, I definitely recommend you do it in the old-school style because it is, it is so much more fun. Parallel thinking uh, is a thinking technique that combines several thinking styles that, when used together, have the power to make your thinking faster, more effective and, and more creative. The technique was developed by Professor Edward de Bono, a Maltese physician, psychologist, philosopher, author, and the originator of the terms lateral thinking that I mentioned before. Each person is unique, and so is his or her thinking style. For some person, we may say that he is too critical or negative by nature. Another person is too dreamy. Some of us are natural-born optimists, and some are too emotional or impulsive. All these different behaviours reveal the dominant thinking style of the individual. Professor De Bono managed to identify six thinking styles that are most influential to our thinking process. They are exploratory thinking, emotional thinking, optimistic thinking, pessimistic thinking, creative thinking and meta-thinking. Exploratory thinking style is all about information. At the beginning of the creative process we need to feed our brain with the necessary data. Some people are more aware of this and they do thorough research before they start any kind of project. They are in the advantage of reaching better results compared to those who are eager to start and in a hurry overlook crucial information. Emotional thinking is extremely important in everyday life, but do we give it the recognition it deserves? Do you follow your intuition when making life and business decisions or do you dismiss your hunches, premonitions and gut feelings as irrational and less important? Or maybe you are too impulsive and some people find it difficult to get along with you because of your unpredictable emotions. There is also a kind of people who are over-optimistic. For them, everything is perfect and, and beautiful, people are great, no matter what happens they are convinced that in the end everything will be just fine. And then it turns out that people are not so great and that not all wishes and pl- plans come true. Completely different from them are negative people who find faults in everything and everyone. They have the talent to ruin every party stall every project and turn positive atmosphere in a negative with just one inappropriate comment. I feel I do not need to explain to you what creative thinking is. I hope that you are the one among your friends who always has the most original ideas. So I will move on to the last and the most interesting thinking style. Meta-thinking. Meta-thinking is thinking about thinking. The fact that you are listening to this podcast shows that you are meta thinkers because you are eager to understand, analyze and take control of your thinking process. Meta thinking is used in parallel thinking to plan and organize thinking so that all previously mentioned styles of thinking are utilized during the thinking process. I will repeat because this is extremely important, meta thinking is used in parallel thinking to plan and organized thinking so that all previously mentioned styles of thinking are utilized during the thinking process. The point of parallel thinking is to help us become aware of different thinking styles and to train us to use them all when searching for answers, planning our decisions, analyzing different situations, etc. Only when we employ all these thinking styles and not just those that we are naturally inclined to use can we create a full mental picture of the problem or the situation. Parallel thinking is also called six thinking hats technique. White hat symbolizes exploratory thinking. Red hat symbolizes emotional thinking. Yellow hat is optimistic and black hat is pessimistic thinking. Green hat is creative thinking and blue hat Uh, symbolizes meta-thinking. This metaphor is created for the practical purpose of the team use of the technique. A person who is moderating the meeting can ask people to metaphorically put on a yellow hat, which means that the whole team will focus on the benefits of the situation or idea that they are discussing. Then the moderator can ask them to put on a black hat to think of the risks. And then, a green hat to brainstorm new ideas, based on the insights from their previous thinking. When the team has to choose between several ideas, uh, the moderator can ask them to put on a red hat and openly express their feelings about each idea. Do they like it, or they feel that something is still missing there? Parallel thinking, also known as six thinking hats, is an excellent tool for group thinking because it is crucial that each person should participate in the process and use all six heads or thinking styles. When conducted using this thinking technique, business meetings become more productive, new insights are revealed, more ideas are created, and in the end, it becomes easier to choose the ideas at work or reach the consensus when making decisions. Dull and lengthy meetings become more dynamic and fun, team members feel more appreciated and and good spirit and creative culture are created. This technique can be effectively used in individual thinking when planning projects and strategies, writing emails and presentations, analyzing and evaluating ideas or situations and choosing what next steps to take. Like I said, uh, mind mapping and parallel thinking are the most popular creative thinking techniques and it should not be too difficult for you to find a course in your town where you should be able to learn them. If you are interested in learning them online, please um, visit my website newcreativeview.com and drop me a note and if there are enough of you interested in learning them, I will organize a webinar especially for you, my my creative friends, because it will be my, my pleasure to help you guys acquire new creative skills. To help you understand these two techniques and how they are used in different situations, I have prepared a document that contains practical examples of mind mapping and some templates for using parallel thinking. You can download them for free by following the link in the description of this episode. If you need more information about these techniques please feel free to contact me via email. That would be all for today's episode. I hope you have found it interesting and in case this is the first time you have tuned into new Creative View podcast, please check out the previous episodes of the Deciphering Creativity serial. Please follow the podcast and download new episodes, like and review them and share them with your friends if you find them inspiring. The next episode will be the last one in this serial, and it will be about creative thinking habits that you can easily develop and become a more creative thinker. Keep up with the podcast, and please, please stay healthy and creative.